against the odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Monday morning. Yeah, Mikey Meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Oh, boy. Week zero is in the books for college. But I, I lost. Of course I lost. <laughs> I'm not going to win week zero. I am a zero trying to win week zero. Uh, Harry, you came out uh, smelling like a rose. I don't want to say that, but you are bragging about some kind of winning streak on extra points. You get these guys picks for free every single day. Extrapoints.com. What, what is this streak now? The rest well, of look, us are struggling. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Right. Well, yeah. well, look, a couple of weeks ago, I was a little down in the dumps when I did go 0 for 7 with my video picks on extra points for the entire mm. week. But but this past week, I was 6-0 and heading into yesterday. Yesterday, not so great um, with the Padres, par who gave up 14, whatever. They gave up 14, 15 to the, uh, to the Royals. And, the, and I took your Met, Sal, who couldn't hit on a Yuck. parlay. But, and I also, I was also doing pretty good on TikTok, too. And I took... Uh, the boys, uh, Joel, Brian, and Darren's Yankees minus one and a half, who just got s- smoked by. Oh, well, I, don't, again. I, I know you make a thousand bets. So go ahead. What, what's the punchline <laughs> here? But my, yeah. but my thing is, is that, you know, I was at one point with TikTok and on my extra point picks for the week, eight and no, and doing all different sports soccer, baseball, football. All right. So not, not bad, not bad. Well, how is this possible when all we, we heard was singing songs about Scott Frost in Nebraska and he picked their over? I mean, you're the yours might be the first over that's completely shot in Nebraska over what was <laughs> it, seven and a half? Seven you don't want to say anything about seven that? Seven and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, that's listen. I'll, I'll get to the I'll get to Frost in a little bit during during. Uh, oh no, we're going to get to it right now. It might be one of your bed eggs, but let's get let's play the audio, uh, Michael, if we can, of Harry how high he was on Scott Frost. Um, uh, I don't know, six days ago. It's time for Scott Frost to finally get some luck, get something to go right for him. Turns the team around. They go over seven and a half. They get to eight wins this year. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, we could do that Fuck. for any one of us, but it was just so funny how immediately that paid dividends. And, now, it, and of course, it, it, Harry it, is now, he's off to Scott Frost. He's, he, like everybody else, is like, fire the guy before he gets on the plane. Get rid of him. So. <laughs> There you go. Lots, lots of loyalty there. Four years now, four years in one game. The guy's got at Nebraska. How do you have 21 losses by one score or less? I mean, listen, so what did he have? 20 when you were singing his praises last week and now it's 21 and you hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I said things were going to turn. Barley kid, are things going to turn for Harry? I, I, he's bragging about this win streak, but he's already done. Well, look, with what happened Nebraska. as soon as we got the text messages about his win streak, what happened? The, the, yeah. the, the Nebraska thing happened, right? And then yesterday happened. Right. Win streak is over. You know, you're only as good as your last bet, Sal. That's All right. It. That's, you're only as good <laughs> as your last bet. Harry's last That's couple problem. bets were losers. He's, he's done. And That's- Harry did text me. He's like, what was I thinking? Betting, betting, uh, you know, taking a Scott uh, Frost team over a Pat Fitzgerald team, Northwestern <laughs> team. And he's right. What were any yeah. of us thinking? We should have known. Northwestern getting 13 and a half points. Too easy. That was too yeah. easy. Well, we should have all been on that. I was on the under for crying out loud. And the game goes way over. Maybe Whatever. we were thinking that um, he wouldn't onside kick up 28-17. Late, uh, late so the game. bad. Maybe so we were thinking that. I don't know. so bad. 
Yeah. All right. So, well, let's let's get them all together now. It's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call bed aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Uh, mine's easy. Oh, Scotty Scheffler. One of the worst choke jobs in recent golf history, right, Brian? Yep. As far as I Definitely. can remember. So they have, you know, it's the FedEx Championship. It's the last big tournament of the year for golf. And they adjust the scores according to how you did going into this tournament. And Scheffler's a big favorite. I have him at plus 200. Gets the adjusted score. He stays in first place all tournament. It's suspended Saturday with six holes left, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So now he's got to play 18 on Sunday. He's got to play 24. Uh, Play Sunday AM, finishes out the round. He birdies four of his last six to increase his lead to six shots. And then they take a little break and they're going to continue. So he's hot right now. It's not even like, oh, Saturday he was hot. And then uh, it was too much lag time. He just has to change shirts and he's going to go right back at it again. Well, here comes him. Here comes Rory. Here comes more Rory. Scheffler falls apart. Bunker, rough, missed putts, everything. Rory, who's the most infuriating to watch win, takes this thing down. Minus 750, Bry, going into the fourth round. And you know I had that on a parlay with the Dodgers and Astros. Easy winners. In addition to the plus 200. Screw off, Scotty Scheffler. Go join the Live Tour. You terrorized <laughs> my Sunday. You might as well. Brian, I know you had him too. Well, it was the same thing, right? Uh, you know, I had a couple things. I had a couple things that hit, but I had Scheffler from the get-go. I had him at, you know, it was like plus 210. But I had a good amount of money on it. But my biggest problem with everything with him losing is I do not know why I didn't hedge there. I mean, Rory going into the fourth round there was plus, you know, plus a thousand, ten to one. And you know how much we hate hearing from our friend Trevor about Rory. So I don't know why I because of it. I don't know why I just didn't put a few hundred bucks on Rory there at ten to one. So worst case, I, you know, I have to deal with what Trevor says, but at least I hit a few thousand dollars. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't do it. Instead, I was sitting there. He's my, yeah, minus 750. Because he's a six-stroke lead and he's the six, best golfer oh, going into Sunday. Oh, my God. And, uh, and you said about changing shirts. I think he had to change shirts. I mean, he was pouring sweat yeah. the whole afternoon. He must have changed shirts like three or four times, it seemed like. Uh, but, yeah, that was just frustrating. But you knew it was, right? The thing was, you knew it was happening early. You could just, you mm-hmm. just sensed it. I mean, his Rory bogeyed the first hole, too. Mm. And he still had his, and then he still came back. I mean, it was just, <sighs> just so frustrating. God. Do you have to, you should have to wear when this is suspended game, uh, you know, match, you should have to wear the same shirt you're wearing Saturday to begin Sunday. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I probably, but you know, flies in the face of some endorsement deals. All right, mm. Harry, uh, you're, we already heard from you about Nebraska. Give us some more. Yeah, well, look, I, the spread was 13, and then, then it came down to 11 and a half, so I didn't want to bet the game right off the bat. Plus, money line I saw was coming down, too, plus minus 425. So I figured I'd wait to bet on this Nebraska-Northwestern game. So 14-10 at halftime, and even and Thompson had looked really good for uh, for um, Nebraska. He had almost 200 yards passing, but still they were losing 14-10 at halftime. So I figured, all right, Nebraska, enough of it, Frost. Let's go. Let's get this team rolling. Enough of uh, coddling this team. Let's get some points. I'm going to go over 17 Nebraska, second half only points uh, for a team total. Over 17. So, bingo. They take the drive, first drive down the field. Thompson makes an incredible play for 57 yards. They get a touchdown three minutes in. Cool. Touchdown. 
Nebraska, uh, Northwestern gets the ball. First play from scrimmage. They have a 20-yard completion, but a great tackle. Knocks the ball loose. They get the ball back. And then three plays later, a 44-yard touchdown run from a Juco transfer for, for the Cornhuskers. 14 points with nine and a half left in the third quarter. All I need is 17 <laughs> for a push, 18 to win. And then all of a sudden, Scott Frost just thinks he's the greatest coach in the world. Meanwhile, he's got he's, – he's, I mean, how do you go all from right, you're falling apart. 14 to 10 <laughs> to yeah. all, all of a sudden now you're up 11 after those two touchdowns? You have all the momentum in the world. Why do you onside kick? Why? Why would you do that? Especially when you're you want to hit your over. That's why you're, you you have team total over. What well, do you care if he onside kicks? Yeah, that kicks? only helped you there. It yeah, really helped part. because of the time thing, but it didn't help because that changed the momentum. They went down, scored a touchdown, and then from that point on, did they get the ball the, back though? They got the ball. <laughs> they back, got the ball right? back plenty, oh. but since that momentum <laughs> swing like that. They were awful on offense the rest of the All game. Right. They really didn't have any chance. They really didn't have any scoring opportunities. They were awful and blew the game. Can I tell no, you? I don't can I tell you what happened? Can I tell you what happened? Yeah. They mm-hmm. scored 14 quick points. Then Harry yeah. sends me a text saying I have uh, over 17 points. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then they do not score for the That's next your betting, that was, Harry. That was you're, you're, you're counting victories <laughs> yeah. long before they happen. But it's not no. even pro. It's college where they score left and right. And on a neutral field in Ireland, where's the defense going to be? The defense is going to be there. But it was there because it's Nebraska didn't ten. score again. It's not left and right, really. All right. It's big time. I mean, you bet an under in the first game of the year. What do you mean it's college? They score left and right. So, you know, sometimes points come and sometimes they don't in these games. All right. Uh, nah, I, think Harry has co- I think Harry has COVID again. I'm not sure. All right, Paul, like kid. Paul, like kid. Uh, I'm with you here on the Mets. Damn it. Yeah, look, it was a brutal week for me last week. Probably my worst uh, since EP's uh, inception. So mm. um, just didn't hit a win. Just didn't have any wins on the week. You know, it was a weird week. I did a lot of traveling. I was uh, on the road a lot, doing a lot of driving. Oh, here Maybe come I just the excuses. Wasn't fun- <laughs> You're Maybe on the I just road wasn't week, focused. Paul, like kid. You're going to no, go I, I don't know if that coincided with it. Just like Harry was on a hot streak. Think about this. <laughs> Harry's hot streak coincided with COVID. Harry's had to live a much cleaner lifestyle since this COVID, right? He can't be out doing the things that he normally does. His mind was clear this week. He had a good week. Maybe plus, yeah. plus I, forgot, to I forgot to mention uh, an eight, nine, and four of those nine wins they were all parlays too. By the way, I forgot to mention. Yeah, you had a one seventy eight minus one seventy eight parlay in there. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it's not really? like we're talking about. Is that why you forgot you to know. mention it, Aaron? That was the soccer. That was the soccer, which won in the fifty third minute. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's only soccer. Whatever right. it was. So, so look, Paul, you're going to be on the road all season going to your son's games. Yeah, I know. This can't but be. I was on the road the whole week. The whole right. week driving. Um. Through the beautiful, the beautiful state of New York, but look, forget that. Let's just focus on this, this, mm-hmm. this, these fakes, these frauds, these phonies. We call the New York Mets. <laughs> what a bunch of phonies these guys are! They're like the Yankees. They're just phonies. Oh, all They're right. Phonies. All right. At least does that. Sal, again, I had a terrible week yesterday. I just said I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to do a parlay: Astros, Dodgers, Mets. Scherzer, Verlander, Urias from the Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers hit. Ashley struggle. Verlander gets hurt, but they still they still win 3-1. The Mets now, this is four times in two weeks. I am 0-4 with this stinking team over the last two weeks. <laughs> when Scherzer and DeGrom have pitched, they've given up 
a total of four runs in these games, and I'm 0-4 with the Mets. <laughs> Can so That's impossible, but I've done the impossible. Okay, yesterday, they lose one nothing. The, the guy they're facing, Marquez, or mm. is that what who it was? Yeah. The yeah. guy's got yeah. a five ERA. They lose one nothing. Okay, they they can't hit. Lindor they was I like Lindor me. Was he was all for the week, week. like for me. I think he had Terrible. one hit this week, Sal. He did. Right? It must have been. I think he had it must one. Have been Sunday I, overnight or something. That's yeah. what I mean. It was something like that. They were talking <laughs> about it on the fan today here yeah. in New York. He had like he was terrible. He was like me. But this Sal statistically how so you say well how can you how can you be zero and four when your team that you're betting on has given up four runs and by the way one of those four runs was in extra innings mm-hmm. that, with the game we were at right so I lose two one on just a money line pick two weeks ago I have the Mets minus one and a half the next day they win one nothing this week against the Rockies with Degrom on the mound I had the Mets minus two and a half. Mm-hmm. They give up a late run. They win three to one. And yesterday, I just needed them to win. They lose one nothing. That's almost impossible to happen. I, the it. odds of that have to be. I, I mean, what would I get on the other side of that? They should do a thirty for thirty on this. I think you're right. <laughs> you're right. I don't know what to tell you, Parlay kids. I, I, the, I was the actually big favorites one, suck. They they don't hit for Scherzer or Degrom. Bet Bassett. Bet Peterson. Bet Walker. All those I other know, guys. Right, Bassett. Yeah. I I've won almost every time with Bassett this year. Yeah. When I've had him, yeah. it's ridiculous. Right. But so you have to. Are the Mets, are they fakes? Are they phonies? I, they well, might they won be. the series, you know. They beat the Rockies. They won three yeah, out of four, system. right. And the Yankees, look at the Yankees. I mean, look, my uh, Yankees lost two out of four to the A's. Yeah. Who are terrible. I, terrible. We have a three-game lead somehow. Uh, you know, old-timers game. I loved it. And then I also hated it. It made me sad with watching Reyes as an old-timer. For God's sakes, Daniel hmm. Murphy's an old-timer. I think he didn't he well, retire like three months ago. Yeah, but, what, what the hell are they right, doing? But, uh, yeah, but even, yeah. I was thinking yesterday because we were trying to think about who wasn't there. But the funny thing was David Wright, he he didn't do it because he said that he didn't feel like he was old enough to do it. Yeah, right. I know. That's the you right way Daniel Murphy in it's your 30s. I, I mean, they, they got Josh Tolley's 35 years. Now, guys, what, four hits in their Josh whole career Tolley, with the I mean, what Josh, are we doing? Josh Tolley's build looked like he hasn't played baseball in about 14 years. He's 35 years old. He's 35 yeah. years old playing old time. Some of day. those pop ups to the left side, Parlay kid, you, th- you <laughs> thought you could get to. I got it, was getting me crazy. I, don't I know. It, but I, I, it's I don't tough. Know. But I, I like that some things about it. First of all, I, I didn't like that the, the newer guy it makes me feel very old when a guy like Reyes is there and and uh, even Agbayan, like those are considered old timers. I know. It's crazy. It's, isn't that crazy when you yeah. think it's but nuts? It's what I nuts. did like is Pedro Martinez. I rubbed this in Simmons' face. I rubbed it in. I'm like, look at that. There you go. Great Met right there, like waving to the crowd. So, <laughs> Gets Red Sox fans mad. That got him mad. I also like seeing like the guys like Doug Sisk and 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 Todd Pratt just hundred and fifty pounds overweight. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, these were world class athletes in their field at one time. Not necessarily yeah. for baseball measures, but uh, they really let themselves go. So it made me feel good about myself. Um, overall, it's it's uh, crazy to think when you see some of those guys, right? Like Glendon Rush looked like he gained about. <laughs> 300 he gained like 300 pounds and then i'm looking at the mets i'm like he hasn't pitched for the mets in almost 20 years i feel like it was just like a few years ago right yeah it's just crazy yeah you look at that 2006 to the team that blew it like oh my god that was like 16 years ago like it's real real. speaking of old timers game if i could just mention this Mm. because uh we passed around another check text chain i don't know if i put it on ours but 
there was an all-star game in, uh, was it 1982, Bri? Yeah. Down in D.C. And it was going around the internet this week. Uh, baseball by B-Smile had uh, put it up on on his feed. It shows a lot of stuff, good good stuff. Luke Appling, when he was 75 oh, yeah. years old. Right. In the old-timers game. Home run 75 years old. And he actually looks like he's like 95 years old. Mm-hmm. 75 years old. Hits a home run. In the old timers game, like like three hundred feet, the yeah. fence was like slightly moved in, but you got it. I cut amazing. I I, I I've been watching that video for like two straight days. It was something else. Um, yeah, it was it was I amazing. Mean, and, and even like because because like Brian's like, is anyone going to hit one out today? I'm like, I don't think so. And then Piazza got one that looked like something that would go out when it looked like a classic Piazza swing. I'm like, oh my god. That's barely going to make it behind second base. What the hell's going on? Here? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it, it, it's sad the, in a lot of regards. Well, the but. best the best player on the field the other day was well, aside from Andy Chavez, Mookie Wilson. He probably hit yeah. the ball the furthest, and he had the great catch. Right, the made the great yeah. catch at left field. It's good. Yeah. yeah, he's had some had some legs still. And I, and what is it? Is Lenny Dykstra not old enough? I guess <laughs> to make it. I guess he's not old. Maybe he's not. old. Oh man, come on, get Dykstra on that. Come on, <laughs> they can't. I don't come think he on. can be within. Uh, uh, a thousand yards of Ron Darling at this point. <laughs> I think that's uh, <laughs> I think what's going on. All right, uh, Mikey Meatballs, let's hear the song again. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, BetX was brought well, to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Avoid your next BetX by selling your bet on PropSwap. Just download the free app and list your bet for sale on their nationwide marketplace where thousands of buyers go every day to find the best deals. And this week only, PropSwap gives you $5 plus 0% commission on every college football ticket you sell. That's big. Last football season, the average prop swapper made 500 bucks a month just by buying and selling tickets on PropSwap. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. And now it's time for another edition of the Extra Prop of the Week. Finally, college football. Yeah, week zero in the rearview mirror. This week's prop focuses on Thursday night's Penn State-Purdue matchup. Mm. Harry, the total number of touchdowns scored by both teams. What is it? Seven. Seven touchdowns. All right, to enter, tweet us. Are you counting the onside kick when Penn State is up three? All right, I guess you're not. <laughs> to enter, tweet us your guess at Extra Points Pod and at PropSwap using the hashtag, hashtag Extra Prop. You must be following both accounts to win. The winner gets a $750 Penn State to win the Big Ten ticket courtesy of PropSwap. Go to PropSwap.com or download the app today. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. By the way, Harry is wearing the PropSwap t-shirt. Nice. And well, he should. I mean, he won... This is, I mean, this is embarrassing when the sponsor, when you're winning the contest and the sponsor has to pay you out, Harry, it was Packers Chiefs over under and you picked 27. You got it exactly right. Thursday night. Yep. 27. Ha- uh, you know, I, I'm a little surprised. Harry really should have said, uh, please uh, give it to the next. Yeah, of course. Person. Right. Yeah, well, that's he what, should do that. I, yes. One, Look, that's I what didn't... any one of us would have done. Um, except for Harry. Not, well, especially. Not- so he wins a six hundred and fifty dollars Packers to win the Super Bowl, which it could happen, right? About what the top five or six result, right? If you look at the teams, and he's like, "I won't root a second for Aaron Rodgers or Green Bay." It's like, all right, you shouldn't win this anyway, <laughs> and you're not rooting for the Packers. Give it away. What are you doing? 
You need yeah. the money that bad? What's going I didn't, on? Listen, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was an option. Listen, I was busy this weekend. I just I realized that I won on Friday. I don't I, I, uh, Thursday night. You Friday. don't know it's an option. It's the exact business model for prop. Go on prop swap and sell it for three dollars right now. Look, what do you mean look, you don't, don't know, know it's listen, an option? Don't blame me because like I, I hit this dead on the number a couple of weeks ago. I hit another one dead on the number, and you guys mocked me two weeks ago when. Uh, the golf I gave out I, I when you asked me the prediction of the of the of the PGA and I said minus yeah. thirteen and you guys said you guys laughed because the winner last year won it uh, Cantley won at minus twenty eight Cantley yeah. won at minus fourteen I was one okay. shot off there I'm I'm just dead on what can I say All right Well I, I, that's not <laughs> anything what we're talking about What are you going to do with this ticket <laughs> Kind of uh, What are you going to do with this ticket That's the I'm fun gonna, part of this Not that you could pick a a number between uh, one and seven. How many touchdowns are scored? Let it God, sit there. Yeah. It's going to lose anyways because I told you. Put know, it out you know, there for you know, a Green Bay fan. Yes, Say exactly. Green Let Bay a Packer fan, fan have it, that Harry. Like what do you need ticket? this? Yeah. Maybe I will. Listen, listen, it's all Vikings all year, and that's it. So don't Baby worry Maybe, what do you think of this whole thing? I mean, Harry, you <laughs> do love trivia. You love giving back to the fans. You're always you're very giving. I, I feel like this is only right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, maybe, someone's listen. If we do this, someone's got to do it for me because you know I can't figure this stuff out. He I needs the money. Would, yeah, <laughs> no, you but here's the problem, the shirt, Joe. The here's the problem. Back. Six, oh, the, for all the talking he does, six hundred and fifty dollars is way more than anything he'll win on anything he puts in anywhere else. It it just is. It is right. Yep. So far, it is pretty right? much. So what far, put in so, so far. far. Okay. All right. So not only is he not rooting for the team, this is why he's holding on to it because it's a, a game changer for him financially. All right. So there you go. Prop Done. swap. Maybe, maybe you'll see it on there for Harry uh, Ravens 23 in a row. Good Lord. I, I you know, I, I have him on a money line parlay with the Serena's opponent today. So she'll win in straight sets. I'm sure. Uh, and we'll get to the tennis in a second, but 23 in a row, Bri and I don't know what to think of this because it's not like Harbaugh is starting, you know, it's not like Lamar Jackson's playing the fourth quarter, right? Every game. It's not like he's charged. No, he's never playing, playing anyway. that much it's harder a- than everybody. They're scoring 20 points and 23 points and 17 points and still winning. And it's still pretty remarkable 23 in a row. I'm mean, not covering some of these games, but yeah, unbelievable. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to think about it. It is really crazy, right? I mean, 23, you know, cause I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess in training camp, it's just how hard they work. The, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's a lot of luck around and it's just a we. It's just, I don't know. Is it just a really weird random stat or there's really, I mean, there has to be something to it once you get to 23. Right? In the guess. preseason, I, I, I like, go back and he's forth. Structuring because, pre, he must be yeah. structuring preseason in a way that's maybe slightly different than other people in terms of putting so much more emphasis on mm-hmm. winning those games. I don't, I but, don't know. Parley kid, they're not winning 49-6 against these teams right. and saying, like, oh, sit the starters already. What are you doing? I, I do feel like there's a tremendous amount of luck, which to me makes it even more impressive, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Sal. I think because you're right. I think if there were teams that wanted to win preseason games, they probably could win a lot of preseason games, right? If they mm-hmm. really were saying, we're going right. to win because we're going to play our starters more, whatever they were going to do. You would think that would could be the case. Yeah, the if Mahomes Ravens, is playing the fourth quarter, the Chandy Reed could put together an impressive uh, preseason, right, for the last three, four years, right. I think. Yeah. And nobody does that. So no. I, to me, uh, it's uh, it's got to be a tremendous amount of luck. But at what point does that luck run out? I mean, we're talking 23 in a row. It's almost 
uh, it's a, well, in a preseason setting where it doesn't. There's nothing that matters. Like it's a lot of I different offenses and defenses. We were trying to figure it out in extra points. I think this goes back to the Flacco years, doesn't it? If 23, you only get two a year now. The last couple of years, yeah, well, right. Doesn't it go back right. six years uh, at least? I yeah. think so. So I don't yeah. know what even to say about yeah. this anymore. No one really interviews him about it either, Harbaugh. But uh, he he probably is a little embarrassed about it too because it would suggest that you should dominate their regular season, which the Ravens pretty much do when they're healthy. We all like them. Uh, this year, um, we don't like them as much as the league likes Tom Brady, who uh, announced that he has a lot of shit to do. I didn't know he was that busy. I, I give Brady uh, a break here. I think what happened is the team, this was prearranged with the team. I'm not buying like marital problems or something. It seems like too convenient right now as an excuse. But I think they they arranged this with Brady before the year. They didn't want to make a big deal out of it. The players are going to get pissed off and they didn't think it would create such a shitstorm with the media. And that's exactly what happened because everything Tom Brady is news, including Harry, that he's the number one player in NFL top 100 as picked by the players. You have a problem with this, don't you, Harry? Uh, you know, well, I guess it's just based on what he's done in the past. Of course, you can just give it to Brady. He still had, you know, like I said, I mentioned a couple pods ago. 40 and 43 touchdowns the last two years, still putting it up at 45 years old. But I do have some, uh, I don't really have a, such a big problem with that. But when they, they gave out, uh, when they gave out these ratings, Josh Allen, 13th, he's not even top 10. Really? That's the problem. 10? Yeah. I thought uh, JC Jackson at 20 was rough with Bosa, like way behind them. I thought there were some they weird ones, him. but yeah, there, there are some weird ones in there, but it's the players, right? The players are voting on this, right, Brian? So yeah. I, I don't have a problem with, first of all, Everyone's going to argue, no matter who's named number one. You name Aaron Donald number one. You like what? what what's that going to do? You have to people be pissed about that. But Harry, yeah, fifty three hundred yards last year, forty three touchdowns last year, led in both categories. He threw over seven hundred times. For God's sakes, this is not a lifetime achievement award. This is Brady was really the number one quarterback last year, and uh, all these players who are voting for him are just like they don't want to see him on the other side of the line of scrimmage, right? That's more than anything else, though. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Right. So, uh, Bri or, or Darry, would you have a problem with Brady, number one? No, not me. Uh, any any lists that have his Brady, number one, is uh, <clears throat> I can't argue with that. I hate these lists anyway, but. Um, well, this one I like a little better because the players come up with it, right? It's not like I, I know right. everybody gets, uh, you know, if it's a 75 year old writer who really I think doesn't it's watch just football, a, a, football, a tip of the hat to Tom Brady. You know, that's really more or less what that sure. is, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it has, if he's, because uh, let's face it, if you were, you know, even for just this one year, right? And you could pick any player to start a team with, mm -hmm. is are you starting with Brady just for this one season? I don't think you're probably taking Brady. You might not, but his numbers are, it's not like he, you know, I know we're going to, right. Yeah. We'll, we'll he get beats into up right bad now. teams. He just cruci crucifies bad teams year in, year out. All right. Well, all right. There's that. And it, it, but that was more of a, that was more of a New England thing. I think when they keep him in deep into the fourth quarter and just start throwing and throwing when you're up to three touchdowns, yeah. but uh, it is True. a big fantasy week. We're going to go over quarterback stats today. We're going to go over running back props. On Tuesday and then Wednesday, we are going to do wide receivers. We'll do defense towards the end of the week. Let's hit it. Most passing yards. Uh, the odds read Herbert, number one, first uh, plus 650. Stafford, eight to one. And then Brady, who led the league in yards passing, 5,300, is uh, eight to one odds. 
Um, yeah. Harry, start us off. Herbert's the darling of the year. I don't know how he doesn't have more than 6,000 yards passing and the Chargers don't win 15 games the way everybody is just going nuts. <laughs> and you're right there with it. Go ahead. I am. I am, Sal. I'm going to take Herbert as a favorite at plus 650. 9,350 yards in just two seasons in the NFL, over 5,000 last year. Uh, one of the most explosive offenses in the league. You got Eckler, who's a tremendous pass catcher out of the backfield, 647 yards last year, 70 catches, second best of his career. Uh, Mike Williams re-signed him and Keenan Allen, um, over 180 receptions combined last year, and they acquired tight end uh, Gerald Everett from Seattle, who had a career high in receptions, targets, and yards last year as well. Just love this uh, Charger offense. I'm going to take Herbert, more pa most passing yards. Plus 650. And again, I know we said it last week. You know, we, me and you both, Sal, like Tampa Bay to go like under 11 and a half, you know, get to 11, maybe Brady at that point. Once they have, if they do have the division racked up, they won't, the last couple of weeks won't need to pass so much. Herbert may have to do it in the AFC West plus mm -hmm. 650. All right. I mean, it's not bad. It's not great odds. Uh, everybody loves him. Um, it, it's almost not fair that he gets an extra down than everybody. I mean, that's always going to go for it on fourth down every single time. So I could see why that number's low. Parley kid, I should have started with you uh, on all the Brady talk. You could still get the incumbent who had most passing yards last year at eight to one, Brady. That's who you like. Yeah, that's why I'm going with Brady because he is the incumbent here at eight to one. I think this is pretty good value for a guy that. Uh, threw for 300 more yards than Herbert did last year, who was the second closest, and 500 more yards than the third, uh, the second closest actually to him was Stafford. Mm -hmm. Herbert was the next closest to him. Uh, 500 more yards than Stafford, well ahead of everybody else. Uh, it's hard to believe it. At his age, he did it. He threw for 4,600 yards his first year with the Buccaneers. So. This is a guy who's averaging about in his two years with the Bucks about five thousand yards passing a year. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I again until he can't do it anymore, and I can get decent value on a guy like Brady who seems to stay healthy. I know there's some offensive line issues that they're having right now, but if they once they get Godwin back with uh, Mike Evans, um, Russell Gage was a decent pickup. For this team, I think he's a little bit banged up. Yeah, he's at this banged time. up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, the tight end uh is is you know, without Gronk is not the same. But Brady's one of these guys, like sometimes I, I don't know if it matters. He just finds guys to throw the ball to. Like he so makes that, yeah. he, you know, he did it for years in New England without uh, superstar receivers. I just think being he threw three hundred more yards than his nearest competition last year. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to, I'm going to take the odds at eight to one. I think it's too yeah. good to pass up. And I have the same reasoning. And, you know, there, there's a knock on Brady with the offensive line, especially the interior offensive line. And uh, I don't believe all the shit that he was gone for two weeks and it's going to matter in October. I really don't. So that's the knock on him. The knock on Mahomes, also eight to one, who, by the way, eight to one for MVP. We'll give our MVP picks uh, next week, but. Always like that, Brian. You know my thing with Mahomes. He's going to win one out of the next five years. Yep. If you get eight to one or usually six to one, you got to take him. I get it. It's a different system. The knock on him, Tyreek Hill, number one receiver out, but still got Travis Kelsey, Harry's MVP, great, as good a security blanket as you can get in the league. I think Juju and Scantling can fill the void. I like this guy more. Everything you read about him is good. And by the way, he creates his own opportunities, Mahomes, right? It's like... You know, if it's like an offensive lineman went down and you said, oh, Barry Sanders is going to be shit. It's like, no, he's playing a different game out there, right? Improvising all the time. I like eight to one for uh, Mahomes 
for most yards. Um, you are staying in the division there with your boy, Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr at 10 to 1. I mean, I do like Darren. I mean, Brady at 8 to 1 seems like really good value. And uh, this car may seem like a homer pick, but it really is not. You it know, is. He, fin- he, it is. <laughs> <laughs> he finished fifth last year with 4,800 yards. And if you recall his first few games, he went, he kind of went nuts. He got, had some mm-hmm. huge games. But uh, you argue, you know, you add arguably the best receiver in football to this team. And now I, I do think, you know, Harry kind of brought this up maybe last week when we were discussing, but now in the AFC West, you're going to have you're going to have to have some shootouts, right? The Raiders are going to have to have some shootouts against the Chargers, against the Chiefs. So Carr's going to have to put up big numbers. Um, Again, there's a lot of pressure on Carr this year, but I think the expectations are he should be close to 5,000 yards this this season. So I like them at 10 to 1. All right. So now the next category is most uh, touchdown passes. And I I don't know. Look, if you have most passing yards, you could probably take the same guy for touchdown passes. There's no telling how those yards will, what they'll result in. And they'll probably, if it's if you like them to get enough yards, they'll probably the touchdown pass numbers will be boosted too. But for this, Brady is favored at plus four fifty. Herbert right there at six to one. Josh Allen seven to one. Harry, we haven't mentioned Josh Allen in any of these, but um, you know he's favored to win MVP. Probably going to have to compete in the top two in some of these categories, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think is it maybe you know his peers voted like we just said voted him thirteenth best player. Maybe a little extra motivation. Um, take him to take him at seven to one to have the most touchdowns. Thirty seven and thirty six last two years. He had six hundred and forty six attempts last year, the most of his career. This team is going to be loaded on offense all over. It's going to put up big numbers all over all season. Tight end Dawson Knox, probably kids, uh, maybe his favorite tight end, maybe behind Schultz in the league, has turned into a real weapon for Allen. Nine touchdowns last season. Stephon Diggs, since coming over from Minnesota in two seasons, averaging nine touchdowns a season. He's got 18, and I'm calling it right now, a bust-out season. Bust-out season for wide receiver Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis. Remember, he had he's the guy that had the four <laughs> touchdowns versus Kansas City in the playoffs, 13 touchdowns in two years in Western New York for the Bills. I'm going to go... Josh Allen, most touchdowns. Bills are going to put up probably the most points in the league. Seven to one, most touchdown pass. Very sexy pick that Gabriel Davis, and I fell for it too. I had a draft last night. I took everyone's second best receiver. I don't have anyone's top guy. I have, mm. uh, Brian, I got your Renfro, uh, mm-hmm. not Devon, Devontae Adams. I went Gabriel Davis. Uh, who I took Allen Robinson. So I'm trying something new. I won three titles last year. I might as well mix it up. Um, Harry, Ooh. you have to take <laughs> Herbert too. You got, if you took him for yards, you got to take touchdown. I'm not saying that should be your one pick, but uh, uh, you'd feel stupid, right? If he had the most touchdowns, but didn't have as many yards. Right. So I think you gotta, I think you kind of have to take the same. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Mahomes, Mahomes, but I do like the odds with Burrow at 10 to one 34 mm. touchdowns last year. Look, all these guys are going to throw around 4,800 yards. You can flip a five- or six-sided coin to see which will result in touchdowns, as I mentioned. Chase, an amazing ability to create separations. Higgins and Boyd all around. No, no reason they can't score around 10 touchdowns. I got Hayden Hurst. Um, He had six touchdowns in 2020. Burrow was sacked 70 times in 20 games. They figured out, at least I think they did on paper through free agency, uh, a fix on how to keep him upright. That offensive line should be better. Um, you know, who knows what Burrow's limitations are if uh, he doesn't get sacked. I like 10 to 1. Parley Kid, you have Stafford at 7 to 1. Yeah, coming off a season where he threw 41 touchdown passes for the Rams. Stafford's a gunslinger, Sal. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and McVeigh allows him to be a gunslinger here in this offense. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, is just uh, absolutely dynamite in this. I don't see any way, reason why he should be slowing down. Uh, I think he has another fantastic year. Allen Robinson they brought in, uh, who uh, Harry's been begging to get out of Chicago and wherever else he's been in his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should thrive in this in this offense. Uh, McVeigh quarterbacks throw for touchdowns uh, for the most part. Um, and I just feel like Stafford, uh, this offense suits him very well. I think he has another great year, goes for 40-plus touchdowns, um, You know, maybe even closer to 45 this year. That could get it done here. Uh, so let's take Stafford at 7-1. to one. Right. I, I got to take uh, – Brian, you like Mahomes. Uh, like I said, if I took him for yards, I have to also take him for touchdowns, but I'm going to throw Burrow in the mix too. Uh, Mahomes, 7-1. to one. Seems like a good number there. Yeah, and to your point, yeah, if you're going to take him for yards, probably take him for touchdowns. I wouldn't say that's the case for maybe Carr because I, I Carr in his career has never thrown for over 30. So mm-hmm. I don't know if there's that big of a jump in touchdowns. But I, it's it's I'm very curious to watch the Chiefs play this season. You know, are they going to go back to unleashing Mahomes, or you know, are they going to be play these games close to the vest? You know, he still finished with 37 touchdowns last season. And I don't know if you remember, he had that stretch in the middle of the season. He had, which was crazy because I know part of the kid always used to like the over like two and a half touchdown passes, but he had that stretch where he had one touchdown pass or less in five or six games last year. In five or six games, what a stretch. Uh, But he started out really hot. He had 14 touchdowns in the first four games. And then he, in the playoffs, he was really good too. I mean, he had 11 touchdowns in three games. So I think they're going to go, you know, even without Hill, you know, he's the type of guy, even when you look at his numbers last year, he's gonna, he might have multiple five touchdown games, which gets right. him to this number quicker than anybody. Like, I do think there are games where he could have 250 yards, but five or six touchdowns. So, um, yeah, I, I like Tim here, especially at 7-1. And obviously it's a little bit uh, juicier because the odds are because Tyreek Hill is not yeah. in there. But I, I keep sure. mentioning this, Brian. I know I don't have to remind you. He had four touchdown passes against the Raiders in the first quarter last year in a game that Tyreek Hill didn't play. So yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to be able to figure out how to write the ship. All right, these other yeah. guys, most regular season interceptions. This is a fun one to bet, especially towards the end of the year, right? Uh, I think I had, lo- I, I had, oh no, I had Goff last year, so I was kind of out of it. But mm. uh, somehow, somehow he wasn't competing for that prestigious um, award there. But Justin Fields is the favorite to throw the most interceptions. It's eight to one, actually co-favorite with Zach Wilson. Wasn't even going to start game one, right? Eight to one odds. Davis Mills, I don't think that's fair. Eight to one odds. Baker, 10 to one. Trevor Lawrence, you know, the key is these guys have to play. So Trevor Lawrence, 10 to one. And then uh, Spaghetti's Daniel Jones, 16 to one. I'll jump right in there. Lawrence uh, tied Stafford with 17 last year. He had the most. He and Stafford, 17. And you can get 10 to one with him. Now, I understand he's matured by a year, but he's still in that AFC South where the top two teams, the Colts and the Titans, they both... Solid pass defense, especially now the Colts with Stephon Gilmore in the mix. Kevin Byard for the Titans. Uh, they play the AFC West. Great pass rushers on every team. Not crazy to think he'll have between 14 and 18 picks again, even if he does have a better overall season. I like Lawrence 10 to 1. Harry, you're going with a big long shot here uh, in Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, you guys are probably surprised. I didn't go with Justin Fields, but I think that that's eventually yeah. with, that, uh, with their offensive uh Weapons on uh, at wide receiver, I think, and not the greatest offensive line either. I think he's going to get hurt. So they, again, Sal, you got to play these games. So if you get hurt, you're out. So I think he will get hurt at some point and miss some significant time. So what I'm going to go with, I'm going to go at 30 to one. I'm going to take 
Ryan Tannehill at 30 to one. Look, he had 14 last year. He has had 17 in his career. Uh, he was he's, he was bad last year when the chips were on the table versus Cincinnati in the playoffs. He had three in that game. No more A.J. Brown to rely on. And if Henry misses significant time again like he did last year, that puts even more pressure on Tann- Tannehill to succeed and get things done. And I'm not sure he can do it with the wide receiving core that he has. 30 to one isn't bad for a guy who had 14 last year. It's not bad. And he'll play, I don't know, uh, we're talking about it today, like Malik Willis, if he gets playing time, and when does Tannehill get yanked? But um, if, he, if he continues on like he did against Cincinnati, where, what did he throw a, an interception at the beginning of the half, the end of the half, the beginning of the, the both halves? It was, it was crazy. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one, Parley Kid, because you your guy has to play, right? So you have Stafford here. Stafford, like I said, and Lawrence, both at 17. But your guy has to... If, you, if your guy has 14 through um, six games, he's not going to play the rest of the year. So you almost you almost have to take two guys here, right? You're going with Stafford, though. Yeah, just like I went with Stafford with the touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. He's a gunslinger, Stafford, right? And I, I think that uh, McVay allows him to be. He's okay with him making mistakes uh, throughout the course of the game because he knows he's going to make some big plays, too. And that's what Stafford has done throughout his career. He threw 17 picks last year. Uh, and they were Super Bowl champions. Uh, so I just think that mentality that Stafford has, and it, and I, I'm okay with it as you know, as a guy that uh, you know, my own son plays quarterback. You know, you got to be aggressive. Stafford is an aggressive quarterback. He always has been. He's a guy that throws the ball downfield. He's going to make mistakes. He's going to make some bad decisions once in a while, but he always makes up for it with some big plays. We saw that last year. Uh, and when you can, you know, he's afforded that opportunity. Uh, and as long as he's healthy, he's going to be playing in every game, right? So, um, right, uh, coming off a year where he threw seventeen, I think he might be back in, you know, right around that area again for himself. Mm-hmm. So let's roll with Stafford. Uh, I'm seeing him at fourteen to one, actually. No, uh, you 20. guys might see it differently. 20. I see You're seeing 20. him at twenty. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I even love it for the guy who led the league <laughs> in interceptions last year. Well, that's what I mean. At twenty between, to one between Lawrence and Stafford. One's ten, one's twenty. They both had seventeen. Good, good. You know, good chance that one of or both are going to be right there in the mix again. Yeah, twenty to one's pretty good. Uh, wow, for okay. Stafford. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bry, I, I didn't even think about Tua. They almost should have like through eight games who will have the most interceptions. Yeah, I right? like that. Because yeah. I, I could because I could see like Tua. <laughs> that's my problem with Tua. I'm I'm with you with the interceptions. I think I'll have them, but I could see them putting Bridgewater in. They like the well, Skylar Thompson, right? Like right. He's, uh, he's been a, a a preseason darling too. So yeah, uh, but I, mean, I think that, Tua will have his number. That's but. the thing that makes like the interceptions to me is the most fun, right? Because you can yeah. get you get a lot of value, like even probably kid getting Stafford who led the league at twenty to one, right? There's mm-hmm. well, like when you look at guys, right? Allen, Herbert, Carr, Burrow, Mahomes, those guys were all close to last year. They were only two or three off. A bunch of them had 15. I think Herbert and Allen both had 15. Right. Uh, so they were right there. So yeah, it's a weird thing. You almost need like these guys, you you almost need them to put up good numbers, uh, but yeah. like have won a game, right? Like you can't right. you can't yes. go out there probably and have two, four interception games right. and still keep your job, which is mm-hmm. tough. But you know, you talk about, you know, you can't have really to win this. You really can't have anybody looking over your shoulder. So obviously Lawrence is a good is a good bet at 10 to one just because if he throws 10 interceptions, if he throws 30, they're not he's not coming out. Right. Right. Like, uh, the only thing, you know, I know Tua has Bridgewater there, but I do think this offense this year is more explosive. Right. So 
Like if if you were look, I think I still think Tua probably will put up some pretty good numbers, but the interceptions might be there. And if you look at his numbers last year, he had 10, 10 interceptions in like 380 attempts. Whereas, you know, if you project that out to like 600 attempts, that's 16, 17 there. So mm-hmm. I thought that was good value at 20 to one. Even guys like Lamar Jackson last year, he had 13 interceptions and like he it felt like he barely played. Right. So, and I think he only had 320 pass attempts or something. Yeah. So, I don't know how that happens either. Cause I don't yeah, see him. Yeah. He doesn't sling it as much in, in my right. mind. At yeah, least. Some of yeah. that might be, um, you know, you probably have to look at that too. I know there's, there's charts out there with like unlucky versus, you mm-hmm. know, lucky right. interceptions. So. Two um, is good. Yeah. I don't believe what I'm seeing or hearing about, you know, they only show when he hits uh Tyreek Hill on a bomb, but I think uh, as a few of those will be underthrown. They'll get it right a few times. Um, but yeah, I, I don't mind that number. It's one to one. Oh, it's a fun one. That's uh, yeah. that might be my favorite quarterback category. There are other uh, individual quarterback props. We're going to give you a few each. We'll go through this fast. I'll, I'll start us off. You know, I don't normally like going over on anything. Um, but, uh, you know, for, for these other things, interceptions, someone's going to win. So you might as well take uh, odds. But as far mm-hmm. as just straight up 50-50 over-unders, I'm going to go under on almost everything. Uh, Davis Mills, I figure I want to be positive on one. I'll go over for him, 34-50 and a half, the Texans quarterback. That's not that much. That's 215 a game if he only plays 16 games. And I think he's that kind of guy, Brian. I think they leave him in. I don't, I don't think I don't yeah. see them taking yeah. him out. Um, yep. He had over 330 against the Seahawks at the end of the year. He had four 300-yard games last year. Uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the last five or six weeks of the season. Certainly the be- one of the best rookies. Uh, lots of soft games on the schedule. Damian Pierce, if he pans out at running back, it could open up the passing game. Cooks is a deep threat. You know, the problem with this is you're rooting for guys like Nico Collins and Chris Conley's of the world. But um Again, I don't love overs. This one I'm into at 215 yards a game for 16 games. Davis Mills will get you there over 34, 50 and a half. Harry, God, give us your annual Kirk Cousins. You know, you what you'd like that, all that shit. I, I don't know. Do you win on this every year? <laughs> his individual his individual <clears throat> stats are always decent. And then it's like uh, seven and ten. They're better than decent, actually, if you really look at them. But I wasn't going to take Cousins at third at, just to have at least 35 touchdowns mm-hmm. at plus 210. Captain Kirk has hit 30 or more touchdowns three or four years in Minneapolis. In 2020, he had 35. This team is loaded on offense. Uh, he's got the backing of a head coach, unlike he did, didn't have when Zimmer was the head coach. Excellent running back in Delvin Cook, who's a a fantastic receiver as well out of the backfield. Justin Jefferson is going to say it right now. Probably going to have the most touchdowns in the NFL receiving. He's got he's at 17 the past two years. Going to be a monster this season. Thielen's still decent. Irv Smith is going to be a tight end that they're going to rely on a lot. And they even that's got Jalen Naylor, a rookie out of Michigan State speedster. Go for the bombs with him. 35 or more touchdowns for Cousins, and you're getting a little better than two two and a, uh, two times your money. All right. Well, we had to let him get him out of his system, right? Right, Parley Kid? He's got to get the Cousins stuff yeah. out. Yeah. Let's let's you feel good, Harry? You feel all right? Yeah. All right. Captain Kirk, Cousins, baby. 35 or more. I actually don't hate that. Uh, Parley yeah. Kid, Mahomes. Um, boy, 34 and a half seems low, and I get it all with Tyreek Hill being gone, but still, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, well, you know. That's still two like, a game, uh, right? Right. And like Brother Bryce said, like, um, it's weird, though, with Mahomes, because I, I look I, I go back and look at his career stats and you're like, this seems like too easy. Right. It's two a game. But, 
you know, a couple of years ago, he threw for 26 touchdowns in 14 games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of strange. Like, wait, where did that come from? You almost forget because that was off. Now, he had been hurt that year. Um, so right. it might have been uh, an issue with just not really, uh, you know, protecting him more. But he's the last two years, aside from his 50 touchdown season a, a, several years ago, 38 and 37 the last two years. I'm always, anytime I see a Mahomes uh, over two and a half uh, touchdowns, I'm jumping on it. I lost a lot on it last right. year, but I don't see a world in where Mahomes plays 17 games or 16 games or 15 games and doesn't throw for more than 34 and a half touchdowns. I just don't see it. I know Hill's gone, but Kelsey's going to catch 12 touchdowns. The rest of these guys are going to make up for it, whether it's uh, Smith Schuster, uh, McCall Hardman was coming on at the end of last year, maybe mm. finally figuring himself out in that Chiefs offense. And maybe this year he takes a more prominent role. And you mentioned a few other guys before, too. So I think I just don't see a world yeah, where Scantling, Skymore, yeah, they're, they're going to rack up Sky TDs Moore, Scantling, sure. yeah. yeah, I don't see it. I just don't see it uh, where Mahomes would go under. And here's another thing, Sal. Like Brian said, I do think there have been times over the past several years where the Chiefs just come into a game and it's kind of ho-hum. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not balls to the wall. They can't do that this year in that this division in this division. Right. Every game is going to mean something to this team this year. Mahomes is going to have to be at his best for this team to even make the playoffs, I think. So, I don't see it like there's, there's going to be no games off here for this Chiefs team. They got to well, be ready Every single week. And Mahomes has to be at his best every single week. Over 34 and a half at minus 112. Two things about this. First of all, you're right. Every game is going to count. And most importantly, week seven, uh, week 18, I guess, is would it be, is almost definitely going to count, right? This is probably not going to be right. a year that the Chiefs run yes. away with the division. In the past, he sat that last game. So you're going to get, if you're close, you're going to get screwed there. Not the case. Secondly, Parley Kid, you do love this. Betting. Bet I, I bet I get screwed with will the quarterback throw a touchdown and I'll go like six out of seven. You go over yeah. one and a half with Mahomes, it's two and a half. This year, like you said, it's gonna be two. You're you're gonna get a push on some worst comes to worst, right? It won't be two Correct. and a half for you, I don't think. If the over under is 34 and a half for 17 games, Great right? Point, Sal. You're gonna get right Great there point. too. So, if this comes down to two, yeah. And even some games, you might even see him at one and a half. Oh, you're going to bet it every I, week. You're going to be on I'm, this. I'm going to bet week, it every so. week. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of guys. I mean, I already, I already put in a, uh, a right. parlay with, um, you know, over touchdowns. I think with these mm-hmm. guys. So, boy, oh boy, let's go. There you go. All right, <laughs> Brian. Brian, you had Daniel Jones at 3450 names uh, numbers, the same as Davis Mills. Yeah, uh, and you're going under passing yards for Danny. Uh, yeah, I love I love the under for Danny Boy. This is his last chance. You know, the funny thing, you know, he had a very promising first season with like 3,000 yards in 13 games, but his numbers have regressed every year. Then you you got to factor in, right? Can he stay healthy with the neck issue, right? Can he play mm-hmm. well enough to keep Taylor away from him? So Taylor, it seemed like, you know, even though he was carted off, I guess they're saying he was fine. It was just his, a hit, I guess, to the chest. So he's he's Taylor's still right there if the Giants want to win some more games. So if he's a turnover turnover machine or if he takes a bad hit, he could be done. The over here is so risky. I think you, you, there's too many reasons to play the under here at uh, 34, 50 and a half. You know, he would need, you know, 500 yards better than his rookie season. I don't see it. Take the under. 
I uh, look and I, I like unders all the time. Uh, this one's a pass for me. I don't know why I like the Giants so much this year. I don't know why. And like and and they've had nothing but bad news the last two weeks, right? <laughs> right? With the with Thibodeau with that block, and then yeah, yesterday with Taylor going out, and Galladay doesn't want to block, and there's footage of that. Just everything you see about the Giants is shit. Uh, but I still like them to get to eight wins, and I think Daniel Jones is going to have to be instrumental in there. But thirty-four fifty seems. About right. All right, Harry, uh, you love Cousins. You hate Rodgers. Go ahead. That uh, hit. Finish off this exacta thing. Aaron Rodgers under 30 and a half touchdown passes. It is a nice exacta, right? Yeah, I'm going to go Rodgers under 30 and a half touchdowns. No Adams again. Really going to hurt production, especially with an extremely young wide receiving core. Uh, it has, uh, he's fallen short of 30 touchdowns in three of his last five seasons with a pack. And again, uh, no Adams who had at least 10 or more touchdowns in five of the last six seasons. Let's see. There's wide receiving core. He's got uh, Cobb, who's 32 years old now. I don't think Alan Lazard is really a number one receiver. Uh, uh, Tanyan uh, tore his ACL last year against the the Cardinals. Uh, Questionable if he can return to that 11-touchdown guy that he was in 2020, because if you include last year, the games he played in the two years before that 2000 season, in 35 games, he only has a total of four touchdowns. Going Rodgers, like I said, three of the last five years, under 30 touchdowns, and doing it again with no Adams. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not doing it, Parley kid. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers. I'm, nope. I'm, I just can't nope. do it. I, who, Devontae Adams, great. Uh, if he pans out for the Raiders, great. Jordy Nelson was not a great receiver on another team. He just. He wasn't. He, he, what are you going to do? Like he just. And he and and Rodgers fed him 15, 14, 13 touchdowns. He makes I superstars. Agree. Jordy Nelson's better than that list that I just gave. Is he though? Is he without Rodgers? I don't know. I'm not sure. I guess, I guess he is because Rodgers made him I, great. Um, I would never bet. I would never pick against Rodgers on anything. I think Rodgers is coming into this year with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, I've liked what everything else Harry said today. I just wouldn't bet against Aaron Rodgers. And this is, again, this uh-huh. is more because it's just a personal dislike for Aaron Rodgers. This has nothing to do oh, with oh, no, 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 no. This is no, a no, spite no. pick by Harry. This is a spite pick. No, no. Listen, Rodgers yeah, could be, yeah. listen, listen, two, two years in a row, 0 for 2 at home in the playoffs, zero touchdowns last year in the playoffs, and you don't have Adams. Just right. give that prop. Just give the prop swap pick away. The, right? <laughs> give it away. Exactly. What just give doing? it away. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> I agree. Rogers' uh, woeful playoff numbers are going to hurt his thirty and a half regular season touchdown pass number. As, oh, you I, know, I, 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 just doing? saying. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll go under with uh, someone who thinks uh, everyone thinks is going to explode. Russell Wilson, another thirty-one and a half touchdown passes. Um, he's gone under six of his last 10 years. You, you could make it like, oh, last year he got hurt and everything. And, you know, it's a different story. Under, under 31 and a half and six of the last 10 years. He's had monster wide receivers, right? Lockett, Baldwin, Metcalf. You like Jerry Judy? You like all these guys? That's fine. You, everyone also loves Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. So is this, are they going to put up 45 points a game? I'm not sure all this is going to work out for Denver. I think 31 and a half is too, too uh, ambitious there. They're going to ease them in. Like I said, nice secondaries in the AFC West. Not everyone in that division is going to put up 40 touchdown passes. I think Russ is under 31 and a half. Pencil me in around 28, 29. All right, uh, Parley Kid, you're going Herbert in that division over 35 and a half. 
Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, right? Kind of, maybe it's a boring pick here. I just went with Mahomes over 45 and a half, 34 and a half. I'm sticking with Herbert over 35 and a half. He's gone, went from 31 to 38 uh, mm. last year. Uh, I think uh, he's still ascending, still getting better. Uh, I think he uh, goes over 40 this year. Uh, I think I did, is, was it Harry who had him most touchdown passes? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that correct, Harry? You had him, um, which I, I can't I, even I keep going. We've been too. talking about no, the same yards, seven quarterbacks yards. for an hour. I have yeah, no right. idea. And, right, and yeah. I, again, in that division, <laughs> he's going to have to be he's going to have to perform for that team to to play well. He's going to have to have big games, and he's going to. He's he's playing on a passing offense, even with Eckler. Right, his running backs. He's always dumping the ball to. They're making big plays out of the backfield. This guy's going to be throwing the ball a ton of times, 40-plus times every game he steps on the field. No reason why he's basically not throwing for a little bit more than two touchdown passes a game. I mean, and that's the thing, right? So at 35-and-a-half, this is going to be a screw job, Parley Kid, when every week, if they do, put a two-and-a-half line in front of you, right? It's like, well, that is a screw job. If they do, yeah, I should be getting two most of the time. Now I'm thinking they will. Brian, now I think they will. They like the half. This is what they're going to do, right? This is how they're going to screw me. Yeah, they don't want to pay out pushes. They know people will go over two and a half. Now that I think about it, I kind of think that it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You think they're only going to get 34 and 35, Mahomes and Herbert, which averages two a game. Why are you going to set the line at two and a half? Interesting. All right, we're going to keep an eye on this, uh, Parley kid. Brother Bry, uh, I know Harry's not going to like this. Well, he he might be okay with it. I know he hates Justin Fields, but uh-huh. I, this is when I was looking at all the bets. I think this is maybe my favorite one: Justin Fields over five hundred and a half rushing yards. Um, so when the only thing, obviously, there's a caveat here. Fields loves to take some big hits when he's running the ball. So if he could slide more and avoid some of these hits, uh, this yeah. is definitely going to go over to me. Uh, he had four hundred. The other caveat is he he can't be benched. Right? But yeah, I, I know he can't saying. be benched. Right. <laughs> Feel yeah he they they can't bench Fields I mean at this this point they got to see what they uh, have right. but I, I like what you're saying he's over 18 and a half on the touchdown passes too which I like I I know you guys people mm. have been trashing Fields I think he's going to have a pretty good year for this Why? team I'm not I saying hate the Bears are going to be good Why? I hate I those think receivers Bears, I know but look he looked sharp in preseason I know that doesn't Stop. mean anything and I, I hate preseason. Stop. But mm. the guy is going to be okay. Brian, keep going. I'm sorry. No, I'm that's sure okay. But feel, don't, I love feel. how he was. By the way, I loved how Fields was 14 of 16 this weekend with three touchdowns. I love that he was. Go ahead <laughs> and give it the over. Go I ahead. Could, Dare, go right. ahead. This go could ahead. be this 18 could, and a half over this could be on the fun. touchdowns. Yeah, this could be fun, though. But um, I think but, Trevor Simeon over, maybe. I don't know about Fields. I'm not sure. Here. <laughs> but, feel, right, no, but look, so Fields, though. 425 yards rushing in tw- just 12 games last year. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the other recent quarterbacks who ran as well as he did in their rookie season, like I'll name them. Jalen Hurts went from 354 to 784 rushing in his second year. Okay. Kyler Murray went from 544 to 819 in his second year. Lamar Jackson went from 695 to 1206 in his s- second year, right? I think 500 is just way. I mean, again, he projected to be close to, Seven or yards rushing last year if you played yep. every game. So sure. I would also I would also potentially look at Trevor Lawrence too here, but I just didn't see odds for him rushing rushing the mm-hmm. ball. But it feels going to have to use his feet. Unfortunately, that line could be terrible. I, he's going to have to be mobile there again. He's going to have to avoid. You know, he had the knack last year and also in college taking big hits. So he's going to have to get down. Uh, but I think five hundred for him. Sure, that's well. not so bad. I, I You're right. Over there. That's yep. a good case. You made a good yep. case. We we know Stay these guys stop running. Bench. 
They stop. Well, that's it. Benched or hurt, but he's, otherwise, that that's he's that's not a good getting number. benched. They really he's not, he's, he's Fields not is not getting benched. He's not getting benched. He's their quarterback. They know what they've given him around him. There's he has no one of those games, on Darren. He, one of those games in the second quarter, he's got three picks and they're not moving the ball, and they're in their home in Soldier Field, and the Boo Birds are coming. I'm way down they won't on be the Bears. Fields. I'm not the one to talk to about this. I have them winning three games. So <laughs> essentially they could bench him if, if that's the case. So that, that's how it works out in my mind. But if he does play every game, 500.5 is a uh, really good number. Yeah, these guys, they don't give up on running until like their fifth or sixth year, right? Yeah. Second year, yeah, yeah, as Brian yeah. pointed out. Yeah, I think second year is okay. He's gonna, yeah, because he's he's got to win Come, some right, games. He's contract year, Sal. That's yeah. Murray, uh, Murray did his third this stopped. past year. That's Murray definitely did yeah, his third. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what but we're now saying. he's got his money, Murray. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's take a quick break. And if you care to stick around, we're going to give our U.S. Open picks. A lot of these guys uh, and uh, ladies have uh, already have a match in hand. So, we'll be right back. All right, U.S. Open. We don't have to spend a, a long time on this. We'll each pick a men's and women's winner. Um, what? There was, so, Djokovic is out, huh? He's really not going to do this. It's crazy what happened at this point. Um, so <laughs> men's, I'm looking stupid. at the futures. Nadal is now favored plus four ten. Alcaraz uh, five to one. Kyrgios, uh, so thirteen to one. I'm trying to think. Is there anyone else who could win this? I'm going Berrettini, who also because of COVID had to sit out of Wimbledon. Um, you know, he had to withdraw in the second round because of COVID. He's 26. He's had long runs at Flushing Meadows. He's a semifinalist in 2019. He lost to Nadal, who won that year, uh, and a quarterfinalist against Djokovic last year and lost that. But like I said, Joker's not around. Ranked fourth in the world. I like it at 29 to 1. Did he win? Harry, don't tell me he lost. He won, right, today? Uh, he, down he, probably to 26 he, he, won, to he won his first set, and then he was winning a second. So, All right, I'll check on that. Harry, you give us a uh, winner in the male side. I'm going to take the favorite right now at plus 230, though. I'm going to take the Daniil uh, Medvedev. Uh, he's the defending champ. He beat uh, Joker last year in straight sets. Uh, he lost uh, in 2019 uh, in New York in uh, an epic five-setter to uh, Nadal. Um, and I think he's going to be playing with a bit of a chip on his shoulder, too, because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Russians were not allowed to play in London, in Wimbledon. So he wasn't able to play in that major. Now in the U.S. Open, he's there. And again, you mentioned, Sal, no joker. Medvedev at plus 230. All right. Uh, straight sets for Medvedev. Straight sets for Berrettini. So there you go there. All right, Parley kid. Hit us. Uh, wow. Yeah, Surprise, Harry. Why are you dragging me into this? Why are you dragging me into this stuff again, Sal? I mean... I dragged you in the golf. Look what you've done. You're a girl. Oh, I know. Right. And last time I made a pick, uh, Kyrgios, uh, you know, super long shot, almost wins the whole thing. Kind Take of him blew again. it. Yeah. Kind of, no, I actually was considering it because mm. um, I think the New York crowd should really like him. I don't. I would think they'll be behind him. But mm. so I'm going to take an American here. One of Harry's boys, Taylor Fritz. Sitting right. at 22 Taylor, to 1. Taylor Harry Fritz. Yep. Is his name. Taylor, Taylor Harry, Harry Fritz. <laughs> Indian Wells winner earlier this year. Had a nice run at, uh, to the quarters at Wimbledon. Has some confidence. 24 years old. Right in the prime of his playing career right now. No American has won this Open since 2003. Is that correct? That's nuts. Andy Roddick, the be. last guy. Well, wow. we're due here. It's almost 20 American years. Is, Good Lord. Yeah, American is due here to win this tournament. 
Uh, let's go with uh, Taylor Fritz at 22 to 1. All right, Bri. You're all over this. Where are you going? You going with the kid here? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Alcaraz at 5 to 1. I, uh, I mean, I wish the odds were a little bit better. Um, but, you know, I will say this is probably the most wide open men's tournament in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Nadal being hurt, Djokovic not playing. I, I'm yeah, you surprised. Take the best Har- player out, and it is kind of wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm surprised uh, Harry didn't go with his Taylor Harry Fritz there. Yeah. Um, but Alcaraz, you know, look. The, the sport, it, there's going to be some transition soon here, right? You need, like, the next great player coming through. And that right now, that looks like it's probably Akra. He's only 19 years old. Uh, mm-hmm. He pro- hasn't played as well recently, but he played really well early in the season. Uh, you know, he should play well in this hard court surface here. Uh, I think, you know, he might have some early, you know, he might have some tough matchups a few rounds, few rounds in. But mm-hmm. it's just, again, I, th- I think... Now is the time for some fresh faces to win this tournament. Finally, uh, Nadal probably, you know, coming after that abdominal injury. I don't think he wins it. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I like Alcaraz. I do like Medvedev, too. I mean, it's kind of dominant here, but uh, give right. me Alcaraz at 5-1. to one. By the way, Berrettini went from 29 to 21 to 1. I still like it, but uh, already has a match uh, under his belt there. Uh, yeah, you mentioned fresh faces on the women's side. It's all fresh faces, right? It seems like uh-huh. you can get monster odds on a lot of these. And uh, I'm going to take, you know, this may seem lame, but I'm going to Elena Rybikina, Rybikina there, uh, 21 to 1. Did hers change? Let me see. I think uh, it's nine, the same. 19 to 1. 19? 19. Why am I yeah. keep going down? I don't think she even played yet. <laughs> My God. Uh, her first serve is massive, especially in these tournaments. Um, she could dominate it. Uh, you know, I think she she has a leg up on everybody else. This is a disrespectful ranking, I think, overall, because you don't gain tour points for a Wimbledon win, which uh, was only a couple months ago, even less. 21 or 19 to 1, take our Rebekina, uh to win it. Harry, what are you going for? You're going for, uh, oh, the uh, the Bills owner, huh? Yes, I'm going to take uh, Jessica Pagula at, at 21 to 1. Yeah, if you, you people out there recognize that name. Yeah, her parents own the Buffalo Bills. She played really well in Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago and has the best ranking she's ever had in women's tennis. She's ranked eighth in the world. I'm going to take her, take a shot here, see if she can, uh, uh, the New Yorker can get it done here at 21 to one. All right. And uh parlay kid, you're going with it. Yeah. Well, so I'll scratch my pick ones. that I, oh. no, I'm not, I'm done changing. Oh, my course. The guy who doesn't give a crap about tennis. He's changing picks left <laughs> and right. Well, it you is know interesting. Why? I tell you why I, because this, the U.S. Open, this always, it always can get a little crazy, right? So I'm going to roll at 48 to 1 with Serena Williams. I did this oh, last time. Oh, no. This is going to be I'm over taking, by the time you this Well, post. it might be by the time everybody listens to this, it could be done. But here's what I'm thinking. One, word out is she's been really working on her game here. Mm-hmm. Like she's been, you know, hitting the courts. That's number one. Lost Number for me two. 6-0 the other day, but go ahead. Well, that's this, <laughs> but that's fine. That was just a little like, just let me get on the court. And if I lose this, I, I don't care. I don't uh. care. Okay. <laughs> well, there are so, longer shots than that if you no, don't care. There's Harmony no, right, Tan for, at 250 look, to 1. If she can get by a round or two, <laughs> yeah. the crowds are going to be insane for her here. She's won this Jimmy six Connery, times. Darren. Jimmy Connery. She, that's what I'm thinking. Right. Going back to my days, I remember being in, in Dayton watching Connors 
And mm-hmm. there's the crowd going. It's going to be that way with Serena. She she might she get by a round or two. I think this crowd could carry her deep into this tournament, and I might get the last laugh at this. We can at least bet against her. All right. Uh, That's later fine. on, and hedge my bets a little bit. So why not go with Serena Williams one last time? One last run here. Uh, you know one what? Yeah, here's what I'll say about that bet. If she wins today, and I, I know I apologize to everyone because she already lost by the time you're listening to this, but if she does <laughs> win today, her odds won't cut in half. It won't go from 48 to 24. Bryce, she'll probably be like 11 to 1, right? Yeah, if it'll she wins have today. Some, especially if she's like, a, if, she, if she's impressive. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. So, all right. So, there you go. Uh, and, Brian, you haven't given us your pick yet, right? Well, I'm going to say, can some tennis handicapper give me a female that it's 100 to 1? To take a shot on here, yeah, right? You're just right. we've seen this, right? I was right? just looking you're, at these names, yeah. Rabakina, mm-hmm. who you who you took? What I about mean, she's Amasova, like a hundred to one, right? What was Sloan that? Stevens. Sloan Amasova, Stevens is a hundred and ten. Well, the problem is there's so many foreign women in these tournaments and men. Jay, one forty. I don't really yeah. know which one is which. I'll be honest. They, their names are so close. All of right. these Eastern Europeans, I, very, I can't tell racist, half the but time. I know what you're saying. I know. Yeah. <laughs> half the time. But we know we've seen this time and time again. We always say, all right, why don't we take this underdog in the female side? Why don't we take this underdog in the female side? Mm-hmm. So I would definitely look at some high odds. It's even weird, right? You have, I mean, again, she's played poorly, but you have Osaka at 25 to 1 who won two yeah. years ago and four years ago and still super young. She's just played so bad. You could get good odds on her. But that being said, Somebody's going to have to give me a, a 50 to one or higher. Uh, send me a message or something like that. But I'm going to go with Sabayanka here, even though she's only 19 to one. But last mm-hmm. year, last year, if you remember, she was actually pretty dominant. She dominated her whole way through. I, I think I jumped on her. I jumped on mm-hmm. her late, dominated the whole way through and then got tripped up in the semis and three sets. Uh, but before that, I think she maybe lost one other set. Um, there, but you know, she lost in the semis recently in the Cincinnati tournament, which is a big tournament, but had been playing pretty well there. Um, her game, you know, she's a you know, power type of player, I think it plays well on the hard surface here. Mm-hmm. So, give me Sevianke at, at 19 to 1, but I, we got to find some. Well, uh, you, know what? Here to take. you know what, Brian, forget it. You know, whatever. I took the Wimbledon winner, so what, but I think I'm gonna pit like 30 or 40 dollars on 1200 yeah. to 1 odd. Uh, right. women here. Uh, and just, I'm, I'm not even going to do any research. I'm really just going to blindly can, can just I tout, pick them out. Can I tout a, a real good tennis guy if, we, if we're looking sure, at that? Sure, you're, you're our tennis expert, so go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> right, at, at Whale Capper, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Drew Dinsick, really good. Um, what is, what uh, are really you saying? Good. What are those words? What? Uh, yeah, at, the, at Whale Capper on Twitter. Oh, um, okay. Drew I, I'm Dinsick. looking for that real name. Real good tennis guy. Open. Yeah. Real, real Drew, good tennis Drew guy. Drew Dinson, he's, yeah. uh, he's 450 to one to win the uh, U.S. Open. Yeah, no, no. I, yeah, you don't want to look. That guy's good. He knows. I mean, I, honestly, though, this is tennis. I mean, you take away the t- some of those top guys. Anybody can, any, who knows what's going to happen in this tournament. And, you know. And no, the women, I know. That's why we're going to do it anyway. That's why we got to jump in there, I think. And and uh, look, what's more exciting? You had it with the Wimbledon with Kyrgios, right? Like you get get one of them gets to the grade eight, and it's exciting. I, I, right? I so. really don't know if I enjoyed it. That's the oh, thing. Okay. I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I because then I'm watching tennis. I'm every serve. Like oh, you know, it's 
And they still tennis matches are longer than football games well, sometimes. I know what Bri likes because it, it goes till 2 out. in the morning, right? Some of these matches go real late on the oh, East yeah. Coast. I mean, right? yeah. I mean, I will say, in all honesty, Wimbledon, I mean, Wimbledon, I love. Wimbledon, I really enjoy watching. U.S. Open, I like a lot. The only problem is there's so much other stuff on during mm -hmm. U.S. Open. Um, that when does it wrap up? Yeah. This when does it wrap up? It'll How be long done. Does it go it'll be the done week, by that the football week one. Week, week, from Sunday, week one. A week from Sunday, right? It'll probably. be that more. It'll be that morning. Will be the finals probably. Wow. Right? Okay. Or actually, okay. no. Do they play the finals? No, they at go night? late. Bro. They go night. Men right? go late yeah, on they Sunday. Do the, they do the late night now. If there's right. no rain, unless they have to push it or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So there you go. I mean, we don't know shit, but, uh, we'll make a graphic just the same on our Wimbledon winners. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Uh, no, we know. We, look. Oh yeah. We know our stuff. We know. <laughs> I, I know. don't. You okay. guys do. Harry, you guys are pretty Harry, good. Uh, Taylor, Harry Fritz at 90 to one. Kriegos mm -hmm. at, what would you get Darren? 50? What'd you say? It was, I forget what it was, but whatever it was, it was you know, not bad. We're right there. Joel, what does this mean? Have we ever seen a bed ache while someone actually made a pick? Which one? What was that directed at? That was a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, when Parlay Kid uh, bet oh, Serena. Oh, I, Serena I was like, I might be gone. Yeah. Was Serena's minus pick. 360 today, yeah. by the way. So I know. just win, Serena. Win a I couple. Know. The I fans are going to be going nuts. I have the Ravens tied with her opponent. So I know that's anti American. <laughs> do you really? I do, yeah. So that'll lose. That'll be a loss <laughs> off the bat. Um, what do we want to talk about real quick? Uh, Bride, WNBA, you're killing it, right? What's going on? Well, my EP pick last last night, but I did take. I gave out for um, a sharp tank the other day. I gave out the storm to win the championship right. plus four forty. Mm -hmm. I did bet them. I got them at six to one. I put four. I will say I put four hundred dollars, nice. four hundred dollars in them at six to one. Um, but yeah, they came out and won game one, which was huge. I mean, they actually, they kind of dominated the whole game, but then, uh, they let the aces back in the game, but luckily, luckily they finished that game strong. And then on the other side, you know, you had, uh, Connecticut upset Chicago. So I like my, I like my spot right now with the storm. All right. You know yeah. what? I'm, all my money's tied up in women's tennis. I can't, I can't diversify here. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you keep winning there. Uh, and Hawaii, we should mention that might have been the greatest Little League World Series team ever, right? Did they have a couple no hitters? They so dominant. Their opponents sixty to five. That was an insane team, uh, Parlay Kid. Yeah, they were um, dominant, dominant. Um, yeah, there was a time, uh, maybe because the kids were you know fudging birth dates. Remember when the pitching was really dominating, right? Yeah, uh, right. These, in these World Series, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you thought you could score one run, you'd be in good shape. Uh, now these teams are just slugging the heck out of the ball, uh, and right. good for that. Uh, good for you know the U.S. Uh, Hawaii team. We got we got another one. We got another. That's one. That's right. We put it up. And what was the other one thing? Oh, I don't know if I told you guys about this with the Reggie Bar. Did I tell you where we are with this whole thing? No. Well, you said two hundred dollars. You kept going back two hundred between two hundred and five thousand. Yeah, so we made our bet between the Mets and the Yankees, and it ended up tying the four game series was two two, and the run differential was exactly the same. It was thirteen. So I was like, all right, let's uh, instead of one of us lose a bet or win, you know, let, let's all eat this Reggie bar. Uh, Reggie bar. Reggie Jackson had his own candy bar in the late seventies. We looked online. Someone was selling it for forty five hundred dollars. I was like, "Let's just eat it." We all lost. Well, so we'll eat like a, this uh, forty four year old um, candy bar, and we'll all get sick. It'll be a great story. But I don't want to spend forty five hundred bucks on this, uh, you know, uh, you know, five decade old um, candy bar. Uh, a bunch of them. So I bid two hundred bucks, and 
the seller comes back with 3,900 and then I count it with 225 and then I don't hear anything from him until uh, over the weekend, he DMs me through eBay. It's like, Hey, thanks a lot for the, all the publicity. I end up getting like multiple bids on this thing. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, it, it worked against myself. I talked this damn thing up so much, this thing that nobody knew about that he ended up getting bids. I think thousand dollar bids on this. And he ended up, uh, Selling it. So I baby face. Right. And you said something like, what'd you say? You brought Simmons that you compared it to what Simmons does. I mean, this isn't the best business model by you. Like yeah. You're supposed to buy it first and then talk it up. And right. But you basically just raise the price on yourself. And uh, no, it's not, it's not the way you do things. I know. <laughs> All right. I well, mean, I learned a lesson now. He's like, yeah, I can come on the podcast and talk about it. I'm like, no, I don't want, what the hell do I need you to come on the damn podcast for? Give give us, <laughs> Give us one candy bar that we could split. I'll give you 150 bucks. Just do that. You have to give the whole bag to this guy. Right. Couldn't they sell 20 candy bars for uh, $200 each? Wouldn't that well, be yeah, a, a I better thought that's way to maybe what they're, I guess the, uh, you know, the idea of it, whoever bought it, right. It's still a shut box. Right. And All right. There you go. I, All right, so I, now, yeah. now, some, now someone's just going to give them out uh, for Halloween and now we don't get any. Yeah. That'd be the way to do it. All right. So that's that. Um, we lose again. Uh, I'm still willing to eat a uh, stale candy bar. If anyone has Reggie's <laughs> laying around, uh, that'll do it. Anything else, Babyface, that I miss? I mean, it was a tough weekend for you. You you texted us at one point. You wish you would you could have bet on old timers day. So I know. I you, you yeah. Yeah. We had to sit through that. We might as well be able to bet on um, Piazza over day. under a half a, uh, a half a hit. Yeah. That'd and be Little good. League. And Little League. And little league. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, it's like with yeah. the little league, I get it. Even nah, like the offshores, uh, scummy as they are, they won't put a line on the little league world series. But to me, if I wake up and it's the only thing on TV and there's a ball, I want to be able to bet it. You know, that yeah. that's my thing. That's just living on the too. West coast. So, uh, that sucks. But anyway, we will be back tomorrow. We're going to go over running backs. Yeah. That'll be a little more interesting running backs, uh, for fantasy. You have your drafts coming up. That's another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal. Sing so long and happy handicap.